Almost heaven, West Virginia. Welcome to Can I Kick It? This is a podcast about film festivals. My name is Jesse Weber, and I am joined by Andy Germuga. Colin Ashley. All right, as we mentioned two weeks ago, two whole weeks ago, today we're going to be doing a commentary on the film Dark Waters. So do we want to just go ahead and get that movie playing? Uh, well, should we just say that it... The we can say anything we need to it... say while the movie is playing, Cullen. I guess so. <laughs> it is okay. two hours and seven minutes long. <laughs> Oh. Yes, okay, so I'm going to count down from five, and it's going to go five, four, three, two, play. Wait, this All is right. something logistically I maybe should have figured out beforehand, but my copy is two hours, seven minutes, and three seconds. Are all yes, of that is the, mine is also that. Yes, Okay. Yes, mine is so as well. We can all hit play at the same time, no worries. We do not have okay. to find the sixth point. Unless maybe I'm okay. lying. <laughs> Cullen! <laughs> this Let's is the see. episode where we're just going to yell at Cullen the whole time. So get ready, folks. The okay. Episode. <laughs> yeah, I am going to start counting. Five, four, three, two, play. They knew. Focus features, baby. The gorgeous focus mm-hmm. features logo. The graphic design starting off great. Is that what this is going to be? Is you're just going to snark on what we have to say the whole time, Cullen? Well, I guess my takes on the focus features logo is irrelevant. Yeah, participate. (laughs) Truly shit on you. Uh, (laughs) Filled you up like Al Capone's dirty diaper. (laughs) So we're watching this killer content. I'll say. A Todd Haynes film. A Todd Haynes film. We're watching this movie because it won the Palm Ali at the inaugural Can I Kick It Awards for 2019. The prestigious. Yes. Uh, so we uh, came to an agreement that it was the best movie of last year. Mm-hmm. Starting with... Uh, it's opening the 12th best movie. It's the best. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with this st- Jaws opening. Mm-hmm. And it starts with that uh, with the with the cast in an opening credit sequence, which is not something you always get mm-hmm. these days. It's something you almost right. ever get. And Bill, Bill Pullman, Pullman, baby, he's coming soon. That's a, a great moment. William Jackson Harper on a split uh, card with Louisa Krause. This movie's so good. Why don't people love it? Parkersburg, West Virginia. <laughs> yeah. This movie fucking rips, dog. I love it so much. I I saw it twice in theaters. Yeah, I didn't get the chance to watch <laughs> oh, it. Oh, I thought that we were all watching it for the second time. I guess not. No, yeah, yeah. This sorry. is my second viewing. I saw it the same day I saw uh, Hidden Life. <laughs> wow. What a day. Crazy how much better this movie is than A Hidden Life. Well, a good well, movie. I'd say it's definitely close. I won't push back super hard. Yeah, they are movies of very similar quality. This scratches a specific itch of like, I love a Blackberry movie. Yeah. 
God, look at how the corporate thrillers just filming the water like, from the very beginning, so it like looks unclean in some way. Like it's so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything floating on it. More like a black how do you water. Make water then? ominous. Yeah. yeah. Call Todd Haynes if you need to make water ominous. It's great. And Ed, Ed Lockman, baby, the god. Mm-hmm. Ed Lock. Here comes the fucking shithole. The popo's coming for the teens who just want to get busy in the poison water. Ugh. Can you, God, can you imagine fucking that water? That is so insane. We didn't uh, call it out, but what the opening title card is, it's like 72? 73, I think. So insane. That's so crazy. (laughs) Why Did it set in a year? No, that it just so much time. <laughs> it's like I know uh, that they oh, like, yeah. solved yeah. that case in like 2011 yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. Ruffalo getting the uh, the single card uh, PGA uh, produced credit. Um, Good so for if him. It was Good a for Marky Mark nominee. Ruffalo. He would have gotten nominated. Get those checks, Marky. Now we're 98, Cincinnati, Ohio. I was four years old. Skipped ahead to the year I was born. Hey. Great. Andy? (laughs) I was eight. Thank you. Based on a New York Times article. You were partners at this law firm with Mark Ruffalo's character, right? (laughs) Yes. I was an eight-year-old. I I used to be in the law when I was eight. You didn't know that? You're the the world's... uh, It's like an Air Bud, like, no rule against it of an eight-year-old paralegal. (laughs) Yeah. I think there's plenty of rules against that. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> if there's one field where there's we'll lots see. of rules about who can do it and who can't. You passed the monkey bar. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and so it looks like, yeah. Tim Robbins. There's so much movie left. I know. <laughs> we literally have two hours to go. <laughs> yep. Tim Robbins so tall. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Wonderful observation. Mark Ruffalo just like hunched his way yeah. in. He's got a very pursed lip this movie too. He's really jutting those lips mm-hmm. out. So it's great to see like even in like this scene coming up how modestly he's playing that room and then when he gets out talking to Bill Camp, he's like the aggressor in the situation or like the higher status. Such a good actor. I forgot that Bill Camp coming in is the second scene of the movie. Also, I mean, we're we're maybe a little late for this, oof. but I was gonna say that Tim Robbins in this movie is like, looks like the Waluigi to Tracy Letts' Wario. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Camp's eyebrows, fifth build, fifth build. How many days are we out from me genuinely saying, I wonder if we could get Tracy Letts and Carrie Coon on the podcast, like, four days away from that? Didn't you say it already? No, I mean, four days away from, four days past it, not four days before it. Right. It has been four days since you said that. (laughs) Yes. There was that tweet that I forget who it was about how, like, you know... When you, when you get to someone's agent, they're always going to be like, no. But if you get to them personally, they'll usually say yes. 
Yeah. And so that, of course, uh, re-encouraged me. Right. Because we definitely have a way to get to them in person. Well, not in person, but not through their agent. Directly. It's nice to watch this with subtitles, so now I know what Bill Camp is saying. (laughs) (laughs) A corporate defense attorney. But you can be so much more. So? Nyrick and the fan me. Love that one. Bill Camp is always so good. Um... Man, he's so good in, is it The Night Of? The Night, yeah. Uh, HBO? Yeah. So good. He's incredible in that. Oh, my God. He's great in The Leftovers. Yeah. Yep. What a film object. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to Alec. <laughs> Have any of you been to West Virginia? Uh, I've been through it. Yeah, I've in driven... Virginia. I've no. driven through West Virginia on uh, a. I, I'm sure I like stopped for a meal there, or something. On the we were on the way home from Ohio. We'd been in a big. Uh, I think we were on the the kind of we went to from D.C. to St. Paul, Minneapolis, and back. And on the way back, we went through West Virginia. Bill Camp did. This is a very big year for Bill Camp, 2019. He's a native son, The Kitchen, Joker, and then Dark Waters. Oh, boy. <laughs> He's very good in Native Son. Golden Lion winner, The Joker. <laughs> we'll have to cover it at some point. Does it? Is that what we that means? We will only cover Joker if Lucretia Martel will come on to talk about it with us. Oh, man. She'll give us all the dirt. Yeah. I, I, I assume that'll be Harper, just also me great talking in to her in this Spanish. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. I'm all for that. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. Got that 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 blue color palette happening big time. Oh. Mm-hmm. Color grading in this movie is perfect. Though. I love it. Again, the lock god. What a guy. Payphones, mm-hmm. folks. Good phone acting here by Mark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, yeah, his hunch is just, yeah, he's so good. So physical. There's Anne. Mm-hmm. Right, that's, and so here's the, here's the issue with the movie. Well, yeah. What if I told you she was perfect? Because this movie's perfect. Oh, she's great. I Yes, the movie... She's got a great haircut. Mm. I'll say that. And I this think re- like Anne Hathaway is one of my favorite actors. I will say she. I think she's always terrific. Uh, Rewatching always. it just adds to the horror of like using the baby bottle and her talking about putting stuff in plastic. <laughs> oh sure. It's a pretty nice kitchen. I like the wood paneling. I appreciate some wood. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into late '90s uh, interior decorating in like (laughs) America. (laughs) Yeah. Now here's a question: Let's say the wife role was played by like 
Catherine Waterston, then would our opinion on it be more like, oh, that's like an okay-ish wife role, rather than like, why are you wasting Anne Hathaway? What is it with Linda um, Carlini? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... Right. I guess, yeah, it's mostly a disappointment in comparison to expectations when you hear, oh, Anne Hathaway's playing his wife? That must mean they have beefed up the wife character more from the typical wife character and then they failed to do so. Yeah. I mean, I guess if the expectation is Anne Hathaway is in a Todd Haynes movie, you would have better expectations for what the character is. I will admit yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, yeah. If you're, if you're like, talking, like, yeah, ranking Todd Haynes' performances of all time, like, she's not gonna come anywhere close to the cut. It hunches Sadly. Up. No. Yeah. Nice glasses. Mm-hmm. Nice it wave. Would... I'd wear those glasses right now. <laughs> I think I did fool. wear those glasses when I was, like, yes. 11. That'll be a fun thing to track, We're is how many fool. things does Emilio buy during the course of this commentary? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all in full Dark Waters cosplay. Emilio's Ruffalo. I'm uh, one of the dead cows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Bill Camp. <laughs> If I'm Anne Hathaway, do I get to disappear for large swathes of the commentary? You have to be guys call your grandmothers anything. Uh, I call my. uh, uh, I believe both of them picked out what they wanted to be called. I call my uh, paternal grandma grandmother, and I call my maternal grandmother Nan. Yeah, my, my... Which I guess is the British thing. Sure. I yeah. Despite none of us being at all British. <laughs> Both my grandmothers are just grandma, although one of them has passed. Um the I think my mom has like picked out what she would want any eventual grandchildren that she might have someday to call her and her, and and I know my aunt has also like picked a name, but I do not recall what it is. I'm a bad son. Mm-hmm. What do you I would guess that my mom probably be? has something picked out. Mom, get the off the podcast. That, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Why won't you give me a grandchild? <laughs> mom, I'm trying to record. <laughs> there, there was an old episode of I think Uh-oh. at that time it was the Hollywood Perspectives podcast, now known as The Watch, when it moved to The Ringer. Mm-hmm. That was about Spotlight, and it was Chris mm-hmm. Ryan and Andy Greenwald talking about like Spotlight and all the President's Men and those types of movies, and they theorized that the, re- the reason those movies don't get made anymore or they aren't as good is because phones ruined it, because just looking through files is a more compelling activity than yeah. like searching stuff on a computer. And this is the, mm-hmm. maybe the perfect example of that kind of a movie, where it's just like looking at old photos is, and just like getting VHS tapes and case files is just such a good aesthetic. Right. God, so that's so very bulky. interesting. I've got something even more interesting, which is that he just drove past the Dry Run landfill, and when this movie was announced, the title was Dry Run. That's right. I don't know if that's better or worse than Dark Waters. Dark Waters is a perfectly fine title. Yeah, yeah you get the ominence. The, the, yeah. 
anonymousness. What? I can't talk now. I've lost wow. the ability to talk. Uh, Bill Camp has very dark eyebrows. That's what I'll say now. Uh-huh. Maybe they should have called it that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, that's a gallbladder. This movie is uh, gross. Mm-hmm. In certain aspects. It's just in foil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. It's very oh, mad. I'll turn it on itself. Hey, that's all. <laughs> Love the subtitle of Wilbur Grunts. <laughs> See, if this was a comedy, he would drop that gl- that bottle. Yeah, slip on it. <laughs> and then slide around and be like, they would cut to the child eating it, thinking yeah. it was pot roast or something. An eyeball would open inside <laughs> of it. <laughs> Jesus. Like, I'm such a rube that, like, this movie is... Uh, I was like, wow, I can't believe like all this was happening, and it just is so despicable to watch it. Yeah, I still haven't uh, totally stopped using our nonstick pan. I use it a little less. I am still a major shareholder in DuPont also, I guess, full disclosure. <laughs> uh... Yeah. Very little of my assets are liquid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get into Cullen's finances. That sounds like a good track yeah. for us to take. <laughs> Got a lot tied up in antique grand pianos. <laughs> Jesus, this gravesite is so dyed. This is so grim. There's the trailer line: hundred and ninety cows. Like the way he says it. I don't think I ever watched the trailer for this movie. Weirdly enough, uh, it played a lot at my theater. Yeah. Yeah, I think I remember seeing it a bunch. Um, remember theaters. <laughs> remember theaters. So, so Cullen, as the number one Foxcatcher fan, how does oh, the okay. DuPont <laughs> content compare between this movie and that movie? I will say, like, if you're just reading, like, Letterboxd, uh, I have Foxcatcher at a 5 and this at a 4.5. But, like, the argument of this being a better movie, I won't dispute it. Foxcatcher just is like a special movie to me, I guess. But uh, I'll say fuck DuPont two times. Fuck DuPont two times. Yeah. <laughs> Plug Emilio's letterbox review of Dark Waters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the most successful thing I've ever made. Oh boy. Hey, it's a good review. <laughs> Sarah's size, Teddy cries. <laughs> my bit is just going to be reading the subtitles of descriptions. I did a lot of that when I did my Newsies commentary, but that was just me by oh. myself. How many people replied to your challenges? You uh... <laughs> still sitting at zero. <laughs> <laughs> Please check out my Newsies review on Letterboxd for a link to my Newsies commentary, and if you tweet at me. Any one of the hashtags that I put in there, I will send you a dollar. Jesus. <laughs> well, now I'll just do it. <laughs> dollar ain't nothing to sneeze at. Something to sneeze in. Do we want to come up with some hashtags for this commentary, or are we not secure <laughs> Absolutely enough in not. our listenership? <laughs> I mean, I think we would get people tweeting at us. <laughs> the ultimate insult to Andy. <laughs> 
<laughs> no one's listening to this podcast just for me. I mean, I knew that already. Uh oh. Here comes trouble. Yeah, great pouting by Ruffalo. Solid shrug, too. <laughs> and his hair, like the comb over style. Yeah, or not even, not quite comb over, but like the heavy part. Yeah. William we Jackson Harper is such an interesting have... actor. Yeah. Patterson. There he is. The greatest. Victor Garber. V Garbs. We have just tweeted out Andy's Newsies commentary, so if you want to know exactly <laughs> when we recorded this, look for that tweet. We tweeted it as Victor Garber was showing up. Have you guys heard of the movie Better Living Through Chemistry that uh, Sam Rockwell yeah. and Ben Schwartz? Anna Kendrick, I think. Maybe. She they might be thinking of that here. other. I might be thinking of that other Sam Rockwell movie. That's like the one that's like written by Max Landis. Yes, Mr. Like right. Mr. Right. Yeah, yeah. Were you just about to say Mr. Wrong? I was, yes. <laughs> They're saying, he's saying dry run again. Yeah. So do we think is... Does he ever say dark water? I don't know. Is the implication that like Vic, that Victor Garber immediately knows what he's talking about, and like is like actively engaging and covering up from the beginning, or is he um is is, is does he like go I, back and investigate feel... and then is like we have to keep this quiet from this guy? Yeah, I feel like he doesn't. Like he just like doesn't care. I think he assumes all that shit's just buried, and then I don't know. Yeah, maybe just like placating him a little, because like when he does like push back again, he maybe he just like wasn't expecting pushback. Right. I just wrote typed to myself a note that I should silence my audio because I heard some animal run down the stairs, but probably typing that note out made just as much noise as the animal running down the stairs. God, that precipitation. Oh, it's so good. Mm -hmm. I've been farming my entire life. Read it! Bill <laughs> Camp as Batman in the Dark Knight. Yeah. <laughs> Where is she? <laughs> Bill Camp would be a great penguin. He'd be great. <laughs> Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. Too bad he's Too bad Louis, man. Most Joker. random police officer. Most side Joker. characters in Batman. <laughs> yeah. 
Are they, they going to integrate Joker. Joker into the greater DC universe? Probably, right? Ugh. Yeah, I hope so. They keep saying that they're not. I mean, like, if they do it, it would have to be, like, super old Joaquin Phoenix. I've heard of Mad Cow, but this is ridiculous. Get in the car. So crazy. Yeah. Jesus, just the way he's like yeah, the stumbling is looks... so. Yeah. Yeah, the POV from the cow is so crazy. Mm-hmm. God, and the dog. Oh. It's so brutal. It's so sad. Mm-hmm. I know it just sucks. <laughs> oh. Mm. That CGI is maybe a little dodgy. Okay. Sure. The speckles on the camera, though, are good. Yep. Yeah. (sighs) Some real Resident Evil 2 effects over there. (laughs) Looks like a cutscene from Max Payne. (laughs) (laughs) What if Todd Haynes made Max Payne 2? What video game movie should Todd Haynes make? Yeah, we need to figure that out by the end of this. Uh, I will be no help in that, I'm sorry to say. Give give Todd Haynes Minecraft. Oh boy. <laughs> Who's making and Minecraft now? Half an hour. Uh, Rob McElhinney is making Minecraft. Yeah, but he that was, making was that like for five like, years ago. Yeah, years. I mean, he's still at that. Hey. Andy, okay. Andy chimes in half an hour from now. Todd Haynes should make Pong. Yeah. <laughs> All the Todd Haynes's solitaire. Yeah, Andy's favorite <laughs> video game. <laughs> Kickers. Man. John Ski Freak. I know what a just like surefire way to like make me yeah. uh, have an effect on me. Yeah. There's a very Colin take of mine, but a lot of people out there saying, oh, it uses this song while in West Virginia, how corny. And my take is, this song is great and it should be in all movies. And no movie would be better, would be worse with it in. Yeah, yeah I, I have no objection to this song being in any movie. It's a real cheat code. And we're just, yeah, and we're just it. seeing DuPont, the DuPont name everywhere. It- it's um uh Mark Ruffalo looks like a Minecraft character in this movie. He's so square. Oh boy, he looks like Steve. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo walking around with a pickaxe. Uh Country Roads used so well in uh that movie Whisper of the Heart. Yep. There's a piece about that in the zine I made. We should hey, all check it shout out. out the blanky scene. That's uh, Jack's piece? Yes. Jack Wardinsky. <laughs> shout out. This is such a hard thing to watch. Yeah, the... Rotting in general I know is a very obvious thing to be gross, but I find it particularly... Yeah. Good. The colors of it also, like... It's almost like um, iridescent looking. It's so. 
Yeah, I know the year, the uh, the forensics teacher at my school would usually buy a pig in the spring and just leave mm. it in like a far corner of the school grounds to rot. Uh, and I, I wasn't taking forensics, but I was taking entomology, and so normally the entomology class would go to the rotting pig to collect insects, but I think that the year that I was doing that, it uh, rained too much for them to put out the rotting pig. Man. Great story. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have any good rotting pig stories, Andy? I don't, sadly. I'm still waiting for my great one. One day. I'll, uh, I'll mail a pig head to your house if you want. Uh-oh. I do not want that. Regular Jared Leto over here. <laughs> Please don't do that. Remember when we watched Two Dust? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good yeah, movie. sure. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Amelia, what's your favorite scene from To Die Like a Man? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Probably the scene where the character dies like a man. Oof. Maybe some uh, implications. Uh, yeah, it's a very tragic scene, in fact. I mean, I enjoy tragedy. What's this one? Uh, you got those two masks, uh, not for nothing. <laughs> so now on my mailing list is I've got a male Andy a pig head and I've got a male Emilio a uh, comedy mask and a tragedy mask what is it busker and what, what? are they called <laughs> the, the masks what I don't think they have names yeah they do yeah it's uh 99 Rod and Jeremy Sock and Buskin. What? So this scene takes place in 1999? Yes. Um, yep. Turn of the century. Yeah. Y2K, Y2K panic and fever. <laughs> do you remember Y2K? <laughs> I do. Let's see. What's playing Can this year? It was ultimately not a big deal. Rosetta. Did you have people Rosetta that you yes, were freaked out? That is right. Rosetta does win the Palm d'Or. I don't know if oh, anyone was did. fully freaked out. There's definitely like an air of like, oh, I wonder what'll happen. David Cronenberg like... is the president of the jury. <laughs> he gets both Holly Hunter and Jeff Goldblum, actors that he's worked with before. EFOA. Nice. Uh, I, I do remember, in regards to Y2K, reading like articles in the newspaper about like like the local Wegmans had like set their their computer clocks ahead a year for a week just to test out and make sure everything would be fine and then they were like yeah it was fine here's something that played in competition at Cannes in 1999 Cradle Will Rock directed by someone Tim Robbins Oh, that's right. Oh. That movie's got a crazy cast. Yeah. Good, Good 
What is killing these cows? PFO. What if that made a Gone Home movie? Oh, uh-huh, I mean... Oh, uh... We'll try What's the best movie that Todd Haynes made that should be turned into a video game? I think it's... Is Wonderstruck like the most video gamey? I feel like Velvet no, like Goldmine's my instinct. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Rock, rock Band stole a lot of it. It's, it's ecstatic from Velvet <laughs> Goldmine. That's true. Another member of the 1999 can jury, uh, competition jury, uh, Yasmina Reza, playwright, who we, uh, read a play by once. Art. (laughs) Yes. Shout out to, uh, They don't really do that anymore, have a, I've probably mentioned this before, they don't really get, like, a playwright or an author on the jury so much in the last, like, five, ten years. Hmm. They should, uh, bring that back. Yeah. Let's get a Dan Brown on the can jury. Jesus. Let's get Mamet. And you've said that. I guess Mamet's a movie guy too. I was trying to think of someone who we don't want on a can jury. Yeah, I'm sure Mamet's been on a film festival jury before. That's probably true. This is the best. What the uh? (laughs) Everyone in Texas. This the and... scene where he, where he yells at him. The Ohio Chemical Alliance sounds so, like dastardly. The Chemical Alliance. Imagine yes. calling yourself that, thinking it doesn't sound, like you like, throw babies right. in fat or something. <laughs> throw babies in fat. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't look like he's ever been on the can jury, but yeah, I'll bet he's been on some festival jury. Tribeca or something, maybe. I don't know if Tribeca could pull a mammoth. (laughs) Even on the uncertain regard... No, go ahead, I was gonna keep being way off topic. with, she said that she represented employers and workmen comp disputes. It's just like, yeah, what an icky thing. What's she Louisa Krauss been in? Good question. I am looking it up. She was in. The second season of Girlfriend Experience? Mm-hmm. Her top credit on IMDb is Billions. Wow. People love Billions. Yeah. Oh, sure, she was, uh, list? last year she was uh, in, uh, Can Uncertain Regard title, uh, Port Authority, directed by Danielle Lesovitz, which of the three American indie debuts that were uh, at Cannes, uh, 
last year. This is the one that still doesn't have distribution. I think uh, The Climb got a bit of a release from Sony Pictures Classics before people yeah, stopped being right able to go to movies. Yeah, it was like right on the verge. This seems so and good. then Bold is coming out digitally either this month or next month. But, uh... Garber's such a good asshole here. God, he's the best. I love him. He's got so much gravitas. It's so great. Oh, you know what? It looks like Mubi might have got oh. Port Authority. Sumi. <laughs> Ruffalo <laughs> said, Spat the fuck up. <laughs> Oh, pick his face too when he's like Ruffalo's, Ruffalo's so, so hurt he's like I didn't think it was going to turn into this so, Victor Garber you don't want this smoke everything's like a yellowy green <sighs> Why would you engage in business discussions at a public function? He's so tall compared to Ruffalo, it's so good. It's got, like, decades to cover, right? So, like, or a decade, roughly. I know, but I just, like, I remember the first time, like, it didn't go by slow, but, like, you're just finding everything, and, like, each subsequent time, I'm like, oh, we're already here. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't feel like a two-hour and seven-minute movie. Shouts to the bow tie. We'll get that for you for your birthday. Yeah. I did wear a bow tie when I graduated high school. <laughs> really? Oh. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Uh, I, wore a pro I wore a bow tie to prom. I did not go to prom or to uh, graduation, nor do I have a physical copy of my diploma. Jesus. I got I went yeah. real, I went real out of tie, it. But... Mm -hmm. Sure. But when I went, I went completely on my own, did a couple <laughs> of laps, hung around for like an hour, ate some food, and then called my parents to pick me up and take me home in time for SNL. <laughs> that was my prom experience. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. It's so sad. I'm, I'm better now, I promise. 
I did go to. I went to after prom and met up with some friends there. Well, he had to make it in time because it was the first episode of Emilio. So I think the host. Uh, who it was, was George it? Carlin. Paul Simon. Yeah, George Carlin. George Carlin. Oh, boy. All those boxes. Yeah. Look at those boxes. Man, They're so sexy. I know. Love a banker's box. When the dust falls, when he's about to drop the box, just like, what is on this? <laughs> just poison. Doesn't matter if you're around it, you'll be eating it every day of your damn life. <laughs> you using nonstick pans, Louisa Krauss? <laughs> Fifty cents. Sticky notes, baby. There's some time for some cinematic organizing. I know. What is it about, like, in my head, I'm like, man, it'd be cool to have, like, a bunch of stuff organized like this. But I'm like, all no, the that would be a nightmare. It sucks so hard. Yeah. It's so much time and effort. This shot should win a yeah. Peabody Award. What a good shot. Just the time lapse of the boxes slowly out. being emptied and the stacks some great growing. Then again, is this a worse thing to do than most day jobs? Like he's getting paid decent money to do this. I I mean it's just it's so tedious. tedious. Yeah. yeah, but like, couldn't you listen to a podcast while you do it? I mean, yeah, I guess. But like, you couldn't. Listen, At I the can, very least, you could uh... listen to music. Right. Not in 99. He'd have his Walkman. He's got a Discman. Yeah. Oh, boy. Have a, and carry around a stack of mixes that he burned. You can just have an extra box with a bunch of CDs. Do you guys have any restaurants where you could say the usual? No. I have at times, like lived places and like gone to place around there so that I get to a place where people know what I want when I come in and then I once that that moment starts I immediately stop of start avoiding going to that place because I feel like I'm in a rut yeah there are places there I don't well I don't know if there's a, obviously there's nowhere I could go at this moment um Oh. There may have been places, there definitely have been points where I could, uh, like there's the sandwich place, which I definitely used to have a usual, and that's still what I order most of the time, but I now mix it up a little bit, and also I think the guy that would most often take my order isn't there anymore, or works on a different there's schedule. There's a Duncan a Dunkin Donuts in the building that I work at and uh, they know my order when I go <laughs> there is a sandwich shop near where I live where I walk in and they do know what I probably am going to order 
Well, the other thing is sometimes that starts to happening, but then they don't have it quite right. And so, like, I don't want to be the asshole. It's like, yeah, you don't have my regular Oof. order quite right. But Yeah, that's a problem. This is another great scene. It explains, like, the C8 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Legal pets, baby. You think that's Ruffalo's real handwriting? Probably. I, like I can't imagine. I guess there are probably actors that do it, but I cannot imagine being able to change my handwriting for an acting job. Oh, I just meant, like, was it just an insert shot of some random, like... Maybe. Like, whatever, like, some key grip wrote it or whatever. Uh, no. Okay, now the movie loses me because they're talking about chemistry. Oh, but this is so crazy. I mean, they do it really well, I think. They do. I just, I have the worst, worst chemistry teacher ever. So, do we... We, I don't think we've talked about it at all. Like, so, like, Ruffalo was, like, the real muscle behind this movie getting made, right? Like, and that's, like, why he, like, is the main producer on it. And, like, this like this is something that he was really passionate about getting made because it's the sort of thing that he's, like, really invested in in yeah, terms of, very, like, yes. environmental justice and environmentally stuff. Environmentally mm-hmm. conscious. Yeah. Um, I, was it always going to be Tom, Todd Haynes, do we know? Or do we know if that's anyone else was question. ever attached? or? I don't remember hearing anyone else attached. The other thing that happened is that Mark Ruffalo was murdered by John DuPont, and so he has a grudge against the DuPont <laughs> company. It's a new millennium, folks. It's the year 2000. Yep. Uh, this year is the Dancer in the Dark year at Cannes. <laughs> God, this is going to be a thing. <laughs> it's the start of the millennium, to be clear. So I didn't. Those are the same. Those are the real people that they just showed like back to back. And I'm not even gonna say who the president of the jury was. Not worth saying. Uh, Is it like a canceled person? Yes. Great. But okay. not like one here. You're like, oh yeah, that makes sense that they were the president of the jury and. So it was a bad fit, and then they got canceled. <laughs> it's like a famous French person who doesn't oh. make can type movies. Mm. Pepe Le Pew? Yes. <laughs> Solid sweater. Mm-hmm. It's a very dark Christmas morning. They don't have any uh, lights uh, on. I forgot that him looking at that thing that said funny teeth got him on. <laughs> yeah, there's some stuff like that and like uh, when him, Hathaway, and his family like in the car, uh, there's like a sort of like uh, I, I don't know what you would call it, like a trope of like r- how it's revealed something to him that's a little lame, but 
It's a little bit of a lame guy. Huh. We didn't give this movie best screenplay. <laughs> yeah, sure. What did we give best screenplay? High Flying Bird. Oh, hell yeah, baby. <laughs> God. Are we going to just go down our entire slate of commentaries? I don't think so. And unless the fans demand it. Yeah, if Man, this episode does like commentary, numbers. would be so rowdy. Tweet at us. Hashtag do the bird. And we'll consider doing high flying bird. Give us the bird. <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to say yeah, if we it. get Hashtag give us the bird If we get 10 hashtag give us the bird <laughs> tweets I guarantee we will do a high flying bird commentary But we're going to trust you to have integrity And we don't want you just going to your friends And having them telling them right. to tweet give us the bird at us you tell them, listen to the Dark Waters commentary, and then just yes, trust subscribe. that they will tweet at us. Instructions will yeah. follow flow. this person on Twitter. If we get like Rick three at the same time, we're going to be like, this feels suspicious. Unless you're having watch parties with our commentary. Of course. In which case, we're honored to have such a place in your social life. But we know, we, we can pretty easily tell if you are in the same house as someone else. Because you don't have people going to different houses right now. Yes, please do not break quarantine for Can I Kick It. We do not ask our listeners to do that on our behalf. I mean... There's some cases where I would allow it. <laughs> Bill Camp's been raided mm-hmm. by DuPont. Those fucking goons. These fucking assholes. Let me out. And she's about to drink the water! <laughs> ah! Ugh, that's so crazy. Oh boy, I'm nervous. Let me lick this used tire iron. I, I mean, that's probably safer than uh, yeah. drinking the water. Worship. Yeah, and the kids are just going to wash your hands. It's so crazy. So what this movie presupposes is washing your hands is bad. <laughs> that is not is, the official Can I Kick It take it's on It's not, and I don't think that the movie is saying that not washing your hands no, is no, good. I mean... It's saying you should hold corporations accountable for their crimes and they should not put poison in the water. <laughs> Who among us hasn't yelled at a helicopter over our property? <laughs> that Midsummer meme is blowing up right now. They should do one of uh, Bill Camp yelling at the sky. Be a good meme. What I would love, what I would give for Dark Waters to become a meme. 
they knew is there basically. Yeah, that, yeah. that's a spot. Yeah, really. I mean, yeah, your letterbox review is like the closest it's come. I, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Pixar. What? Oh, the lamp. The lamp. <laughs> Luxo Junior. <laughs> Teflon. Teflon Don. Am I right, folks? Exactly. I think I did a research on Teflon in high school. Uh-oh. Who knows? Maybe by okay, this point he's out of the Okay, let's keep the politics out of it. Gurmuga. <laughs> I, I think two weeks from now, I think I think, I think think he'll be gone. I think he'll be done. <laughs> when this episode comes out. Wow. <laughs> so two weeks from the day this episode comes out? No, two, no, when this episode comes out. Two weeks from our record. Wow. I think we're living in a new world when this episode's been released where we have new leadership. I mean, hey. Frankly, not a moment too soon. I mean, you gotta give him a chance, Andy. Let's see what the guy does. (laughs) NWO Andy over here. Love the broom without the handle. This is a very good piece of score. I like a piano. Good instrument. Maybe the best instrument. Very versatile, certainly. Not observing the 24-hour clock. Classic American move. (laughs) I used to have my phone set to a 24-hour clock, and then I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I mean, isn't it 2 a.m.? Doesn't that observe? Like, isn't that technically correct? Oh, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good call. What if I just thought this took place at 2 p.m.? <laughs> really good hair work in this film. Yeah. Yeah, great, great wigs and hair styling. Todd Haynes really snatched the wig on this. <laughs> Boy, yeah. <laughs> we are not ha- yet halfway through. Is that a snap? <laughs> yeah, I was snapping. I was doing a Z snap. Yeah. This is crazy. What's the Adam Driver movie? Uh, Hungry Hearts? Yeah. What about it? It's like uh, his wife is like weary of like uh, baby food companies and like sort of poison thing, and that's like the whole sort of conflict. Of that yeah, movie. I think they. But it's uh, Alba Rohrwacher, Alicia Rohrwacher's sister and okay. star of uh, both of her or her two most recent movies. Anyway, uh, I think they both won the Volpe Cup. We should maybe look up how the Venice prize rules differ from the Cannes prize rules since we're about to do a uh, Venice... Oh yeah, we're doing a draft, but there's still... We still want to get the rules of, like, you couldn't give both performances to the same movie in uh, Cannes, but I think you might be able to at Venice. I can find someone to explain it to me. What was this? Twenty. This is. 
I love this where they cross cut between him explaining it, learning it, and telling Tim Robbins. It's so good. Yeah, so feet of editing. Yeah. Also, some great shot of architecture. Yeah, like the, the, fra- the framing is so good. This whole movie. Shouts to visual arts student Todd Haynes for uh, ruling at it. Yes, 20. Yeah, this seems like, I think, my favorite in the movie. I love Bill Pullman, and he like brings some heat to the picture, but this is just like. I forget. I forgot about it. This is so good. This is probably Hathaway's best sequence too, right? Probably. Now we were saying like twenty minutes ago, twenty-five minutes ago, that this movie was moving so fast, and we didn't remember that this stuff was happening so early. This scene I remember happening. Um, like over halfway through the movie as opposed to like slightly before the halfway point yeah I think there's just like a lot of struggle at the end that seems like little stuff is happening so it's short but I think like, yeah it also the time passes so much faster in the latter right. half Taco right, Bell is now like offering goes... the two dollar flaming hot duo Oh, it's the last call, though, so it's going to be done by the time uh, this episode comes out. My apologies. What are we doing? Why are we plugging Taco Bell on our podcast? They have not Taco given Bell's us money. Taco Bell's great! They have not given us money. Listen, we're not making you do High and Mighty and do five episodes on Taco Bell with no money. 30 seconds, and you're making it longer. Wow. <laughs> no no love to talk about. Shouts to the CGC. <laughs> yeah, that's a mid to low tier menu item. Okay. Hey, we can't get clogged down in this. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for our Taco Bell menu items draft. That definitely has been done by this Disney. shot. Look at this shot of, oh of boy, the door. It's real dead. Yeah. God, the baby. Great exasperation from uh, Ruffalo. Yeah, running his fingers through his hair like a champ. Mm-hmm. I think we t- oh, were talking over it, but the thing of him explaining that they lace the cigarettes with it to see if it was poisonous is so despicable. It's crazy. And the weird thing is that, like, the thing about they knew the they knew moment in Spotlight is that, like, it's like only became kind of a meme because it was such like a, an overplayed moment of that movie where it's like that movie is normally just like very reserved and quiet and that it's like an explosion yeah and this entire movie is like he plays it perfectly of just like being exasperated but he never like fully blows up and it's just like you can just feel the pain in his eyes and his face and his hair Ugh. 
Yeah, and the score just is so it's heartbreaking. I have this movie on mute. <laughs> okay. Missing out, I'll say. I want to hear you guys. Yeah, folding in, folding in Garber now. Yeah, I mean it just is so it's excellent. Get a lot of mileage out of this conference room. They use it again in the later scene where Harper is grilling them. Yeah. How does Mark Ruffalo not have an Oscar? Yeah, what's he got coming up? Well, he's got that TV show right now. Is he gonna? Well, yeah, he's on. He's gonna get an Emmy, maybe. Oh. I mean, he's on a TV show that was designed to get an Emmy. Yes. We'll see whether it works or not. I heard, Wasn't yeah. the normal heart um, also designed to get him an Emmy? Yeah. Um. He's got uh, some Marvel movies. He's in a Cronkite movie. Oh yeah, is that the one? With, oh, it was and the one that. With Chris yes. Pine as Cronkite. It, did Chris Pine replace Seth Rogen, or is this just a different movie? I do not know. Seth Rogen was going to play Walter Con Cron Cronkite? So. Yeah. That's very bad <laughs> casting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Seth Rogen. I agree, Bill Camp. But David Gordon Green was supposed and to be. He's no it. longer attached. There's no, no direct attached to them. It's, it's a blacklist no. script. Yeah, he hasn't had much on the, the schedule. It's that movie that may or may not yeah. ever come out, and an episode of What If that he can record from his closet. <laughs> Is he producing anything else coming up? Let me see, take a look at that. It's a good question. He was nominated for Spotlight for an Oscar. Uh, nominated for a Golden Globe for yes, indeed. <laughs> we should watch Infinitely Polar Bear for the podcast. Absolutely. Not. Absolutely nominated not. for an Oscar uh -huh. for Foxcatcher, which he should have won. He should have won for uh, You Can Count on Me. Twenty fourteen. Uh, J.K. Simmons. That's a pretty good win. Yeah. It's a good win, but I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm <laughs> calling to the account. I don't come on. Love Whiplash nearly as much as I did when it came out, but that's a good win. I am very happy that Jake yeah. has an Oscar, and then like also is just still like doing commercial voiceovers and shit, like even even in his post-Oscar career. Nominated for Kids Are All Right, which is a fine movie, I guess. I have not seen that movie since I watched it one Thanksgiving with my entire family, which was a mistake. Yeah, the scene where he's pounding out Julianne Moore yep. didn't play well with the family. My grandma, <laughs> not so into it. And he didn't get nominated. Yeah, I was about to look up who wins that year and who was nominated. Uh, oh, this is the Benicio Del Toro year, which he's like the... the third best performance in that movie 
Dark Waters, so, did it get anything nope. from the Oscars? No. I don't think it really got any precursors. That's crazy. I guess it came out so late. Like, yeah, well, that's a, the, yeah. They sort yeah, of dumped well, it, right? So, like, like, it was they like the what we thought was happening was that like once it became clear that Harriet was not good, they were like, oh, we've got to get Dark Waters out. We've got to get Dark Waters out, and then they put it out, but they don't put any oomph behind it. Right, and then Harriet became like a hit. Right. And so they were like, oh, well, maybe Harriet's right, the I way to go. So. And then that gets it got an one HF... Oscar nomination, right? Harriet? Yeah, just a... Well, no, no two, because uh, it's song. Song, yeah. Um, so it got... So Dark Waters got nominated by the Hawaii, the Hawaii Film Critics Society for Best Adapted Screenplay. Uh, it got two nominations at the Satellite Awards, one for Ruffalo, one for the screenplay, and then it was a USC Scripter nominee also for the screenplay. The screenplay is the worst part of the movie, so. I mean, it probably belongs in adapted screenplay, because I remember that category being awful, but it's not great for that to be the only place that you recognize it. Wasn't there a bunch of garbage performances nominated in Best Actor? Or, I might be thinking of last uh, year. Oh, well... In 2019? Yeah. That is... 2019, this it was, year. like, mixed. Um, the 2020 Oscars celebrating movies from 2019 is what right. I'm talking about. I mean, it was it was Joaquin won. Right. Windows 2000. What a good yeah. operating system. Yeah. Probably my um, first operating system. God, you guys are so young. I mean, I probably didn't use anything until XP, probably. <laughs> yeah, my I think my first was Stop. Uh, OS X Mavericks. Stop this! <laughs> from like 2015 or whatever. Andy, an expert at typing DOS prompts. <laughs> yeah, I did have to do DOS like, prompts. Andy did punch cards. That was a thing? Wow. All right, <laughs> all right. Remember the computer from Mad Men? Yeah. Andy uh, worked on. He was a t on that team. Yeah. So the best actor lineup this year. Oh wait, so it was DiCaprio, that right? Uh, Driver, Joaquin. Uh, uh, oh yeah, that's Bandera, good. Right. Uh, Adam Driver yes, right. and, and Marriage Story. Get yeah, rid of Jonathan Price. Put one. Mark Ruffalo in Price. there. That's probably an easy yeah, swap. I mean, drop Joaquin and put Adam Sandler. In there I mean, as well. yes. <laughs> no. What? You don't want to drop? You are going to go on record and say that Joaquin Phoenix is better than Adam Sandler in their respective roles from last year? I mean, I just think if we're dropping Joaquin, there's a lot of other better options. That might actually be true. I like a lot of people in actor this year. Well. Well, that's a wrong opinion, yes. but we can move on. In a world where we uh, push... Um, yeah, I mean, Antonio Banderas is probably yes. the one who should win. Yeah. yeah. Adam He's, Sandler uh, is a very close second. Will Smith and Gemini Man, though. I'm actually going to say there's not necessarily a great place to give Mark Ruffalo his Oscar like 
you don't want to give it instead of J.K. Simmons. I would give it to him over Benicio Del Toro in 2000, but also nominated that year is Albert Finney, who it's like, you should give Albert Finney his Oscar. I feel like that's more pressing. Yeah, that's Brockovich. Is that Brockovich? An, an, another mm-hmm. good They Knew movie. Hey. Aaron Brockovich. They Knew. And then it's like, uh, who won Supporting Actor in 15? I mean, I wouldn't give it to Ruffalo, certainly, uh... but... No, fifteen was uh, man. someone. Oh, it was like um. No, let us thirteen. No, that was uh, that's fourteen or thirteen. Yeah, uh, fifteen is whatever. Um, because they didn't. Oh, get it's Mark Rylan. Oh, it's Rylance, uh, which is one of the best Oscar Rylance. wins of all time. Well, no, that Incorrect. whole ceremony is wet. I'm sure there's someone I would rather give it to than Rylan. No, I just have a problem Gabriel, with Rylance. Uh, yeah. And then it's like I don't know. Do you give it to him? For, you you can't give it to him for Zodiac over Javier Bardem. No. You probably can't. Zodiac's a better movie than maybe, Tommy but like I. Tommy Lee Jones is maybe also better than Rylance. I mean, not Rylance, then Ruffalo. I won't go there. As, uh, as someone whose problem with No Country Old Men is kind of Tommy Lee Jones, I probably wow. wouldn't go mm-hmm. there. Uh, yeah, there's no problem with No Country for Old Men. There just is even more no problem with Zodiac. I don't know. They're about equal. I'm Not There, of course, should have won Best Picture that year. Hmm. Yeah. Should watch it. It's a, it's that's what it's thought a thought I Ah, oh, it's so good. I need to watch it. Not a fan of Bob. Oh boy. Ooh. <laughs> There's a good um that was not in reaction to that. Two thousand one. Uh, let's see, uh Casey Affleck for Jesse James is a maybe but shouldn't he be lead? What's the They deal pushed with that? Affleck yeah, supporting not, and Pitt lead. Uh, 2001, the winner of that's the Palme d'Or is. I'm going to have to look this up. Is it. No, Answer that in was. The dark? No. That, that, was, yeah. that was 2000. Oh, right. You just said this. Sorry. It's fine. Yeah, it's Nani Moretti's The Sun's Room, of course. Any scene that is like a reveal of like, uh, just like how they've been using all this like garbage is always just like, oh my god. Jury president live all. Hairstyles are like, hairstyles are like starting to approach a little more normal looking, but they're still not there. This guy looks like um, the dude from Harry Potter. <laughs> Richard Griffiths? Yeah. A little bit. I like this lawyer's entire steez. He's, yeah. got, a good, <laughs> he's got a good look. 
there was an author on the can jury this year though it looked like he also directed a few movies uh a french guy named philippe labro hathaway just like barely keeping it together the whole time so intense Andy, you're the number one Lay Miz stan. Is that the movie you think she should have won her Oscar for? Uh, I don't think it's her best performance. I'm perfectly happy with that as an Oscar win for her. Did you say it came true when she did? Or... No, but I think that it was cool and good that she said that. <laughs> Bold take to say that it's cool. <laughs> Like, if you're fine with it, that's like okay. But to be like, yeah, I think that's cool. I mean, her best performance is definitely Rachel getting married. Yes, Who wins certainly. Yes, actress in 2008. Huh. Is that the no? Iron that's Lady? 2011. No. no, no, that's like 2008. Is however I can pull this. I think it's a crappy win. What are is it like uh, that, that's the for the reader? Uh, I think it is the reader gear. Oh, it might be. That's right, because this this is it the Slumdog year, maybe. Yeah, it's yeah. the Hugh Jackman hosted year because she's uh, in the opening number with him. Yeah, it's uh, which is her, which is maybe her greatest performance. Come on, <laughs> it's one. Yeah, this is like another sort it's of one like... real good win, one I assume real bad win, and then two that are kind of hard to judge. The uh, the supporting actor is the Ledger Year actress. It is Winslet, and then yeah. supporting actress is Penelope Cruz for Vicky Cristina Barcelona. Which like I'm sure she's good in it, but if you're gonna give Penelope Cruz an Oscar, maybe for one of the Almodovar movies instead of a Woody Allen movie. And then best actor is Sean Penn in Milk, which by all accounts he's excellent in oh, that, right. but Sean Penn does not need a second Oscar. Uh, yeah, I guess Takeaway yes. is first yeah, Oscar yeah, yeah. Is, would be the movie, I think right? so. <laughs> so. Let's see, who else is nominated in 2003? Because people really wanted Mickey Rourke to win. I'll bet there's someone better nominated in 2004 for the 2003 movies. Uh, uh, oh yeah, you could give it to you could give bit to uh, Bill Murray for Lost in Translation in 2003, and then give Sean the Milk Oscar. Weird B. I think it changes also. A little I ain't be goof for all you <laughs> scoop troop out there. Are you, am I the only one who remembers moviemistakes.com before the rise of IMDb? Uh, I used that when I was a child. Yeah. <laughs> I remember submitting um, in, one, in one of the Austin Powers movies. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> the... Uh, the, the, like there's the opening scene with like the general and the president are all on split screen and you can see at moments the general's face like blurs as they like they don't want to cut away because they have everyone up on the screen but they have to like stitch it into or, or cut down on some time or something 
And I remember submitting that to moviemistakes.com that like you could notice the cool. face <laughs> when they are trying to edit it together. This is another trailer scene of uh, coming up of William Jackson Harper grilling rough. Robin's being so on board. I'm. I get. I. I, yes. I love it so much. How like how Ruffalo wins him over. Yeah, it's a great like sort of not subversion of a trope because it's true, but like to have the sort of higher up be on your side is like mm-hmm. is nice. <laughs> yeah, two thousand three is kind of a weak best actor year, partially because two thousand two is so strong. Like two thousand two, you've got Norton in Twenty Fifth Hour should have won. Sandler in Punch Drunk Love should have won. Nick Cage in Adaptation should have won. Jack Nicholson in About Schmidt, he's got plenty of Oscars, but would have been a perfectly fine win. And then Adrian Brody wins for The Pianist. Right. Any plants a big one on Halle Berry against her will. That also, of course, is the year where uh, Far From Heaven came out and should have won like five Oscars. Mm-hmm. Give uh, more actress, Haysbert supporting actor, cinematography. So we've got the big William Jackson Harper scene happening right now. Yes. And I just love, he, he like, he has such a little arc in this movie, and I think we talked about this on the, um, on the actual awards episode, but yeah, his, like, sort of, like, being, like, a buddy pal to Ruffalo to, like, him, like, being a total, like, you know, totally in the tank for on DuPont's side. God. Isn't that right? So good. He's... I have not finished, like, whatever the last three seasons. <laughs> uh, three, three quarters of The Good Place? I, I mean, I think I watched the first season and the yeah. first episode of the second sure. season. Um, he's the best performance on the show. He's so good in Midsummer, yeah. <laughs> And he's so good in uh, yes. Patterson also. Yeah, he's very good in Patterson. What's he got coming up? What's his post-good place play? I think he's on some, like, streaming mm-hmm. prestige yeah. drama. He's on a Quibi. <laughs> How is Midsummer his first thing on Great IMDb? glasses on Robbins also. People love Midsummer, Jesse. Yeah, but people love The Good Place. Oh, he's on the Underground Railroad. Ooh. That's right. 2002. The the abrupt cut from To Hell with them. 2002. The so again, Not Gonna like... Say What one. The Palm d'Or. <laughs> <laughs> We the just architecture of so This is where guess. we're get we get cooking. Pullman, <laughs> so good. <laughs> just a, a shot of energy right when you yeah. need it. I remember Look watching at- it the first time. I saw him in the credits. I was like, I didn't know Bill Pullman was in this the whole time. I'm waiting, and baby, does he come in hot? Suspenders. Look at how, look at how great clean accent. these lines are. I mean, look, yeah. Look at this shot. Look at this framing. Oh, God. It makes my heart sing. This is so good. They're professional photographers that don't get shots this good. 
Nobody can shoot a building like it. Yeah, I mean, that's why I was totally happy to give this movie uh, the Palme d'Ale. Is it's like these like spotlight Blackberry movies that everyone loves, except it's like shot incredibly because it's Ed Lockman and Todd Haynes. Ugh. This is so brutal. Spotlight, Spotlight looks, looks great. Looks you don't know what you're fine. I will say, Spotlight does, certainly does not look yeah. as good as this. No. I think it w- works for what it's doing. But uh, this is a mm-hmm. whole other thing. Dude, yeah, this is so brutal. Just camp just completely destroyed. He's more eyebrows than man. This is just a movie about people receding into their shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> and the bow tying still slick with it. God, imagine. It's been, what, four years he's been on this case? Imagine spending... I mean... Jeez. Think we'll still be doing this podcast in yeah. four years? That's a bad question to ask. Nobody we're going to be... Uh, four years from now, we're going to be all at the Cannes Film Festival. Right, we'll all have press uh-huh. credentials. The, the first can't film festival. People have been begging for three years for us to get a can, and it's like, ah, it's just not happening. This guy's such a schmuck. <laughs> <laughs> You show him, Cullen. <laughs> Get his ass. <laughs> what if they had cast Judge Judy in there? Yeah, don't piss on my leg. <laughs> Just starts doing the time thing. Yeah. <laughs> Get, there's a sassy bail up in the corner. <laughs> Judge Chrissy. Again, look at these lines. Look at I know. Pullman under the light and the other guy under the curtain. The judge framed perfectly in the middle. So good. This is actually reminding me of the uh, the court scene from uh, the the lady from Shanghai, which I watched last night. Which is another great court scene where like <laughs> the the kind of enemy lawyer calls up the lawyer for Orson Welles to the stand and he's like, I call you as a witness and then when he's done, the guy's like, so clearly now I get to cross-examine myself and the judge is like, oh, absolutely I would love to see that and the jury and the judge are just like totally, totally into it it's great Obviously, a lot more realism in this scene. A hundred and fifty marks. Just yeah. that that switcheroo on them—they're <laughs> just so actively offensive. This is folksiness. Yeah, he's so good. He's like little grin. Yeah, man. 
That's so good. It rhymes with Buffon. <laughs> the best. Get him. <laughs> Bill Bowman should hire you to be his hype man, Colin. Hey, I'll do it for free. He's Billy. <laughs> What's Pullman been in lately? The Sinner? Yeah. Oh, I gotta watch The Sinner. I don't know if I've seen him in anything else. Yeah, I need to watch The Sinner, too. The Sinner's oh, pretty good. Spaceballs. Well, I need I to watch the second, the second season of The Sinner. Yet, but... Anyway... Um, the first season's not yeah. bad. He was in Andy's favorite TV show of all time, 1600 Pin. <laughs> he was in The Equalizer <laughs> 2. He's in Battle of the Sexes. Barbara Walters, baby. Love of Walters' archival mm-hmm. footage. I've seen Cass. Uh, all my sons at the old Vic, oh, which singles. I of course saw uh, Tracy Letts in, and he killed it. But I'm sure Bill Pillman was great too. It's a real and... good role. Good play, Newsies, Andy. <laughs> That's right. I talked a lot about him a lot in Newsies. Oh boy, he's got a movie. Coming to theaters on, according to IMDb, coming to theaters on May 29th, 2020. Oh, this is that Dakota Johnson Whoa. movie. So that release has been moved online. It says, yeah, the, the poster says on demand. Yeah. Trace, oh, is that Tracy the yeah, Ice Cube? Um, yeah. Jesus. The fire, yeah. Coded. What a good word to describe what it means. It's like when you wear a coat. Yeah, exactly. Emilio gets it. Mm-hmm. Just, man, so... Another square man. Two thousand four. There's a third. Uh, Two thousand four. The Palm d'Or goes to uh, bowling. You gotta for start Columbine. prepping these. Jesse. No, I knew that one because it's the Tarantino year, where uh, old sure. boy he wants old boy to win until there's like no, gotta be bowling for Columbine. Or wait, no, is it bowling for Columbine or Barrett Fahrenheit nine eleven? I think it's yeah. It's Fahrenheit. Wait, so there was a third season of the the Sinner that like just aired in February and March. Yeah, yeah. with uh, Henry Cavill. Or no, not Henry. Cavill, Matt Bomer. Um, Matt Bomer. Yeah, they're all uh, yeah. All those honkies. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Messina. Oh, I forgot about this parking garage. I know this it's parking insane. Garage. So good. This is such a good. This might be one of my favorite scenes. 
Oh, just, uh, yeah. This, like, segment in, like, the boardroom. Oh, yeah, when God. he's just, like, in the, like, very dark room by himself. Yeah. Very to, like, uh, all the president's men, admittedly. Yeah. But, uh, and, uh, that's probably the all-time parking garage. Right, movie, yeah. But, uh, uh, I'll say that episode of Seinfeld. Right, that's the other one. There's, there's your comedy mask and your tragedy mask. Oh, you know, uh, the host when they're going through the parking garage at the hospital. Yeah, you know that's another good one. Yeah, this is another like great uh, piece of like editing when uh, of him grilling this guy. And yeah, just the yellow of the and the black in the background, just so dark. Yeah, how the the focus was softly faded on the her. Oh, it, it looks like under the skin. <laughs> yeah. It looks like that one scene in Maholan Drive. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just him by himself against his whole team. God. I know we mentioned Linda Cardellini's name earlier. I don't remember if we mentioned that she's the heart of Green Book, and I just wanted that on the record for this episode. She sure is. This guy's good. What's this guy's name? Uh, He's got a good face. Yeah, he's, like, good at just being like, well, oh, I I didn't know that. Let's see. What's the the character name again? Is it like uh, Charles something? Uh, Kenneth, maybe? <laughs> How? What age do you think you'll start wearing cheaters, Andy? <laughs> I don't know. I, well, I wear glasses normally, so I imagine I'll have bifocals first, right? Do you not wear contacts? No. Do you think he wears contacts and glasses? I mean, my father <laughs> does that. <laughs> Together? No, no. What no, no. a what a strange coincidence. We were just talking about Mulholland Drive. This actor is named Barry Mulholland. Whoa. He's also in The Old Man Spooky. and the Gun. He's Is there some sort of conspiracy afoot? Well, it's weird cuz he did some TV work in the 80s and 90s, but he was like not very much. So like between 82 and 91 he's in four episodes of different epi- of different television shows and then he does not resurface again until 2016 and then what that means is he had a very successful regional theater career probably <laughs> or new york theater career let's see what can we glean from his imdb biography absolutely nothing Oh, he was an Oregon Shakespeare Festival guy at one point. Yep, there we he go. He did uh, a what appears to be a theater adaptation of Love Streams that John Cassavetes directed. Hey. 
Stay tuned for a future episode of Can I Kick It, where I probably plug that at the end. <laughs> yeah, do you have do you have another old movie locked and ready to go for this episode, Kellen? Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> sure. You could have just said love streams for this. One. What will you have? What, will, what will you have watched two weeks from now that you'll want to plug? Um, uh, I can't do that. <laughs> Life moves too fast to, to plan that out. God. Great chairs in this scene, I yeah. would say. They're so ominous, but they look so comfortable. I know. I wanna... Yeah, I would love like a big like quilted chair. It looks like uh, Barry Mulholland does most of his work in the Cincinnati Playhouse, or various theaters in Cincinnati. A lot of stuff at the Cincinnati Shakespeare Company, actually. He was supposed to be in Hamlet last month. Yeah, wasn't this movie like? Oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. He was yeah, he was gonna be Claudius. Oh, he's got the fucking shake. I forgot about this. He was in August Osage County last fall as Charlie Aiken. Mm. Look at these fucking. I'm really about to blow some rails. Right, he wants to snort this movie up. <laughs> and yeah, then he's just like, is my car gonna fucking blow up? How crazy. Am I in that kind of movie? Yeah. The trailer definitely makes it seem like that kind of movie. Yeah, see, this is the part where if I was this character, I would just give up and be like, see, if my car's gonna blow up, <laughs> this one, that kind of movie, then I'd already be dead. So <laughs> you and me, uh, I'm not taking that. any extra precautions. I got places to be. <laughs> Pull out your pre-prepared, like, suicide note. What? Oh. Okay. I mean, <laughs> don't like that joke. I, I wouldn't... <laughs> I wouldn't want it to seem like a. That's not no benefit to me to make it seem like a suicide if the car is gonna blow up. You would want the opposite of a no. I guess that's the opposite yes, of how I think. Your 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 saved. I'd like to live laminated card that you carry around in your wallet. No. If I'm going out, I'm going out of my. Well, terms. what you do is you do what happens in the movie I'm going to mention, a lady from Sh- the lady from Shanghai, which is you have someone else carrying a note that uh, in which they confess to having murdered you. That is the scheme that is the center of that movie. It is very complicated. God. Seventy million. That's all they after billions in profits. I know, and this is still like two thousand four. I believe so. The time they're negotiating this. Yeah, we've got about yeah, about half an hour left in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a half hour of the independent science panel determining. Uh... <laughs> Just. Using a pipette <laughs> to drop stuff. Remember using pipettes? Sure. 
chemistry class. <laughs> Plenty of pipettes in biology. I feel like by the time I got to chemistry, we were actually expected to be more precise than a pipette could do. We're doing titrations and shit. That's probably what they were spending the 30 minutes doing. My time. <laughs> yeah, Pullman with the suspenders, the rolled sleeves, and a big old beer. That's my <laughs> guy. <laughs> Have you ever considered becoming a suspenders guy, Cullen? No, I, I mean, listen, I don't. I can't. I look like fucking young George R. R. Martin. <laughs> There's no way that is a good look for me. You should at least wear the hat. Yeah. <laughs> Just look at his hunch. He looks like he's, he's I, like yeah. sliding through a wall. Maddie Matheson is a big suspenders guy. That's very strange. I just got an email about advanced screenings of the vast of the night that will be taking place in drive-in theaters. That sounds great, actually. It does. I mean, That's none a perfect of them, movie for that. 2005. 2005, Palm d'Or is... So it's between Fahrenheit 9-11 and The Wind That Shakes the Barley. It is... Uh, is it not? Is it not elephant? Elephant, elephant is two thousand three. Yeah, which I guess we skipped. Uh, and I was thinking we might skip another year, but we didn't. It's uh. Oh, it's uh. Yes, uh, it's the Fon? other Dardens. But yes, we sort of breeze past it. But the vast of night rules, and if you have an opportunity to see it at a drive-in, yeah, fucking I'll, take it. I'll tweet that out. It's mostly in Middle America. Let's see if you're in. I mean, this has happened. This is happening the two to three days after we record. This is happening. So I'll, I'll tweet oh, about so. it. It's happening in Dallas, Pittsburgh, Orlando, Raleigh, Cleveland, and Indianapolis. Oh, we know someone who lives in Indiana. My local my local drive-in How opens much money in like two take? weeks. I'm very excited about that. I Mine has not announced What's an some... opening date, though. I think they're supposedly going to be... I mean, our, we have a Republican governor who's already opened the beaches and golf courses, which seems less safe than a drive-in theater, substantially. Though he did this, he did this ridiculous and... thing where he's like, we're opening up beaches and golf courses but if everyone doesn't do a good enough job of social distancing I'll close them back up like come the fuck on anyway Carol and Darkwaters both Todd and both shot in Cincinnati I believe it's a good flannel by 
Yeah. Like this shirt. It is what that guy would wear for the holidays. Absolutely. God, seeing him this happy this moment and just knowing uh, yeah. what the, re- the like 30 minutes left. It's uh, just so brutal. That's a pull that rug. Not the best kid actor, I will say. Who is? No. Uh, the kid from... Uh, 06, 07, 08? Oh, boy. 09? Uh, Wind That Shakes the Barley, 2007, shit. Uh, I should know these. Oh. 6, 7, uh, 7 oh. 8, 9... And that was Wives yeah. in a Wheelchair. It just sucks. Mm-hmm. And Ruffles Shake. Ah, uh, yeah. It's, I, yeah. Whoa, whoa, also wearing, looking like The Undertaker with that jacket. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, coat. What if he did The Undertaker thing where he flips his eyes inside out? <laughs> <laughs> what if he did The Undertaker thing where he's, like, lying on the floor and then just ha- ha- <laughs> gets up? Gets up. <laughs> Uh, four months, three weeks, yes, and two days. Of course. Was 07. 08. 08 is, Let's see. Uh, I'm getting all these titles in German because my phone's not on VPN. So it's. Uh, oh, the yeah, class? Jesus. The class. The Laurent Comte, just like French people being like, we're going to give a French movie. And then the white ribbon, which is even worse. And. And we all agree it should be fish tank. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. In 2008, it's the Sean Penn jury. Doing a lot of shitting on Sean Penn in this episode. Did not expect that going in. I mean, sure, but... What's our take on Arby's? I've been to Arby's once. I like Arby's. Uh, yeah, with Emilio. I've, yeah, we've all, we both <laughs> went to Arby's once at the same time. I was there it was pretty a, good. Oh, sorry. A, a, a great place to get... Mine was get... pretty good because... Yeah. I mean, uh, sure. <laughs> <just say> <laughs> a great place to get reasonably priced mozzarella sticks is what I was going to say about Arby's. Cool. They also have, uh, you know, the curly fries are great too. Yeah, I tried to go to Arby's several times when I was briefly living in Westminster, Maryland for a semester, but the entire time it was uh, drive-in only, and I didn't have a car. So I ended up having to go to Sonic instead, because those were the two restaurants near the movie theater. Wow. Crazy that there's a drive-in only. No, it was, dri- it was drive-in only because uh, they were doing renovations inside. And Sonic, a famous That's drive-in true. store or restaurant. Uh, I always think of Arby's, the uh, 30 Rock joke where Isabella Rossellini just goes, I love my big beef and cheddar. <laughs> I always think of The Simpsons, where Marge says, like, people do all sorts of crazy things in ads, like he did Arby's. I also, to get to that Arby's and Sonic and movie theater, had to 
walk across a highway. Jesus. 2010? 2010 is Uncle Boon Me. I'm a little bit behind you guys. Uh, how far behind? Just like a few. <laughs> just a few seconds. <laughs> well, I should mention I we were talking about Les Misérables earlier. I am I am currently sitting right next to my Blu-ray case for my my copy of Les Misérables that I own. Got Anne Hathaway's face looking right at me right now. Buy those with all your clemency checks. <laughs> Should we do a commentary for clemency next? Hell no. <laughs> I'm not putting a, a dime in your pocket. <laughs> That's a fun, cheery movie to do a commentary for. Just like Dark Waters. Yeah. yeah like this one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. God, everyone gets sick and dies. I hate it. Just like Fonzo in Go <laughs> No, we can't. We can't. We can't bring up Fonzo on two separate episodes. <laughs> Just so you know, that silence that just happened was because a movie that I didn't need to be mentioned in the podcast was mentioned again, and I cut it out, but I couldn't actually cut it out because then it would be out of sync. You can't use that trick now. Every time we insult Colin, he's going to bring it up, so you have to hey. cut it out. <laughs> Let's just okay. I mean, I'm all in favor of us having bits that give Jesse way more work to do. My pitches just don't make fun of me. Bad pitch. (laughs) Next idea. What if we had done our commentary that happened last week uh, on I Daniel Blake? Not our commentary, our what live tweet. Huh? Yeah, the live tweet. The live tweet? Yeah. I am incapable, clearly, of talking about the live tweet. <laughs> Looking forward to what happens when we actually do it. 2011. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. Tree of life, baby. Man, this upcoming shot of him when he's in like the hospital, and it like does like the weird like crash zoom, so crazy. Zooms are people should use more zooms. Mm-hmm. Hong Sang We're gonna do a, a Hong yeah. Sang Soon episode in like a month and a half. Sure. We're gonna figure out what big Hong head uh, I can get on. I'm not. I'm not gonna say people who you think you should get because this is being recorded. But I'll cool. suggest some people afterwards. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> Kim and he to <laughs> get Hong Sang. Can we just grill him about his affair with Kim and he for an hour and a half? Oh, yeah. 
grill. I just immediately going, my guy, my dog. <laughs> Jesse really wants to turn this podcast into a new version of Frostnick. <laughs> just grilling people. We should get Ron Howard on. Oh boy. Dunk on his ass, the nerd. <laughs> How many seasons of Happy Days did you star on, Colin? Hey. Were you in American Graffiti, Colin? Hey, easy. Do you not remember in the <laughs> early 2000s when they remade both Happy Days and American Graffiti with Colin? <laughs> they, uh, he auditioned for uh, Talladega Nights, and uh, they were like, well, you're not right for this, but we've got to reboot Happy Days for you. <laughs> this shot so weird oh oh what a great shot oh wow when that happened yeah. i was like what that was real good lockman just cancel my four o'clock jerry just all the exits stacking yeah. up I always forget their name is, is Billet. Balot, I thought. What an interesting last name. Billet. Rob Balot. Billot. Could someone be poisoning him? Jesus. Who won Supporting Actress in 14? Uh, um, Patricia Arquette. Oh, that's a pretty good performance. I was going to say, it should be Hathaway for... Uh, no, because that's the year where you've got Waterston and Inherent Vice and uh, Carrie Coon and Gone Girl both like breaking out with amazing performances. Much easier to give it to her in 2008. She'll probably win another, right? Um, Hathaway? Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. If I had to guess like, who in this generation would win too, she'd probably be up there on yeah. the list for me. I have Elizabeth Moss for mm, listening up. Yeah, that's winning. a good win. Uh, yeah, this is, I guess, the scene that is gesturing at her being more than just a wife role. But instead just serves to underline how much it's just yes. a wife role. Tim Robbins looks yes. 11 feet tall. In the I know, he's so tall. <laughs> and got that hang. Man, he's so good in the face. player. I should watch Great that movie. a bit. I'd like that Let's movie. Check the player is good. Is it? Um, oh yeah, uh, Hudsucker. People proxy say that he's good. the problem with Hudsucker Proxy, but he's great in Hudsucker Proxy. No, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. A great dummy. You know, for kids. Yeah. 
if we just released an episode in which we read a screenplay, we'd get sued, right? Yeah, also I would not participate <laughs> at all. Which screenplay I was going to say Hudsucker Proxy. Absolutely. Uh, no, we could not pull that off. 2012, 2012 is Amor. Uh, 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 Colin, you won't play uh, Hudsucker himself. I will not play anyone, as I am no actor. The only person I play is myself every damn day of my life. I guess we'll have to give you uh, stage directions then. In this episode that is not happening because we would get sued. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is this where we announced that we're starting a thirty dollar yes. a month Patreon? <laughs> yeah. And by Patreon, I mean PayPaling me five dollars directly. But <laughs> I I meant to imply uh, there was going to be an OnlyFans. <laughs> Didn't you look into that? For, and uh, uh, you have to be an individual person to have an OnlyFans. Or I'm making that up. Uh, I swear I, I remember it. you telling what? me What? Someone this. looked into that? What are you guys doing? <laughs> Not All me. Right, then let's start an OnlyFans. No. This, um... I know someone who... Or I had a conversation with someone who said that they thought this was, like, not a good moment in the mm-hmm. movie. And I think it, like, works not, uh... <laughs> Like, it's not, like, too, like, uh, treacly or, like, like, over, like, like, too sad. I think like, in I think a bad movie, well, it's like, probably it's bad, but this is a good movie, so it's good. Yeah, I mean, it's short down. enough. We, we, we provide only the best criticism <laughs> here on <laughs> Can I Kick It? Yes. God, this shot Great is shot. so wild. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, you know what movie has a similar shot? The movie that you should all vote for, Killing of a Sacred Deer. Wait. Uh, the vote that <laughs> is concluded at this For point? the live tweet that already happened? I mean, even as we're recording, there's only like an hour or two left, I think. <laughs> Let's see where is it at. still tied? I don't think I so. Yeah, Under Silver Lake is no, pulling ahead a little bit. Oh, it's done. Oh, no, it's okay, done. yeah, so it's Under the Silver Lake. Oh man, hell yeah! I will say I it'll be it's maybe the one that'll be the most fun. It is also the most obvious pick. We can reveal now and only here who picked what movie. Cullen, of oh. course, picked Under the Silver Lake. Uh, second place, Emilio picked Killing of a Sacred Deer. In uh, third place, Andy picked Meyer of its stories, new and selected, and I, of course, insisted that I was sure that our fans would demand that we do the wild pear tree. <laughs> A three-hour movie A most movie people haven't heard of. Har- yeah, that would be fun to tweet through when you can't look at the screen where you need to read subtitles. Oh, I'm putting it on the television, baby. I mean, that's particularly I mean, easy. You have to, like, what? look at your phone to tweet. You would still miss a lot because you would be tweeting through well, it. It's, it's I can idea. type without looking. I mean, I'll I'll have my computer for tweeting. Can you? Yeah. 
Your oh, recent uh, uh, tweets from well, our account suggest otherwise. <laughs> yeah, you keep that well looking. Exactly, <laughs> that's the problem. But yeah, Under the Silver Lake will be fun. I don't think anyone... I mean, no one more famous than us has done it. I'm sure someone's done it already. So yeah, it was like 04 when they had the sort of like ruling uh, of who's going, of like what the committee was going to do. And now it's 2012 and they're Mm -hmm. finally getting the results back to home. And yeah, it just sucks that, I mean, and they pull the rug out from under them again. It sucks. Yeah. He almost looks like that guy, the 90 Day Fiance guy with no neck. <laughs> like he's that hunched in. <laughs> I mean, if it's like it speaks to this movie that this is like supposed to be a slightly uplifting moment. Him hearing yeah. that three three thousand five hundred people have some form of cancer, due to and many thing, more will get it. Is a, yeah, it's just like Jesus Christ. Yeah. And all just so making eggs could be a little bit easier. Fucking yeah. eggs. Oh god! <laughs> Jesse started oh, yeah. on eggs. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now he's mad. <laughs> Now it's personal. Yeah, yeah Jesse's takeaway from the movie <laughs> that eggs should be illegal. It's like the, uh, these 5G towers are making our eggs. <laughs> Get rid of them. Yo. Great, like, echo of the scene where he was <laughs> completely depressed earlier. Does he smile once? He does it, right? In the movie? Yeah. Uh, I think when they were drinking... There was that yeah, Christmas there was a couple scene. of like the socializing scenes earlier on. Yeah, Christmas scene, yeah. Now they're at Benihana. Nope. Never been to neither Benihana. Me neither. It seems like your speed, Colin. Not I've been to like an off-brand like, hibachi place. Yeah, I've been to hibachi. I don't think I've been to... Benihana specifically. They're all I've the same been though. to a hibachi place, but we did Whoa. not sit at the hibachi. Nor did we order I've, hibachi. I've, I've had hibachi like maybe three or four times. It's fun. I think I just ordered like a general says chicken or something. Sure. Yeah, I can only so get you, like beef or chicken. I... So you guys are actively just like not trying to put money into the Aoki Empire? Yeah. Uh, my, yeah, my cousin got her neck broken when Steve Aoki threw a cake at her. So... <laughs> So you can't eat a Benny Nah, yeah. Family protest. Yeah. Sucks. De- Devin Aoki curved me once. <laughs> <laughs> I said love you in Sin City and she just walked away. <laughs> Devin Aoki curved me. <laughs> what a sentence. <laughs> you got about ten minutes in this movie left. <laughs> it was worth it for that. This, this, is, this is a decent dad fit from Ruffalo. Yeah.
<sighs> the system's rigged, baby. New world order. <laughs> New world order. <laughs> Talking about NWO, Undertaker. <laughs> Bill Pullman did a stone cold stunner on that <laughs> person he was deposing. Yeah. Rest in power, Wilbur Tendon. Yeah. <laughs> Is that another good shot? Just the penny on it in the frame. Yeah. Man. Popeyes. A Cheddar's. <laughs> Said with such disdain, Gullen. What did a Cheddar's ever do to I you? I've never been to a Cheddar's. Isn't it like a. There's like Sounds a buffet? Great. I don't know. Well, buffets certainly will not exist yes, anytime soon. I, I've seen that. Uh, I've seen about? anytime soon or possibly ever. Right. <laughs> Good helicopter shots. Yeah. Ugh, just like the brown of the everything. 2015. 2015, 2015 is... What was that? It's the Carol year, which means uh, Deepon. Four years ago. De oh. That was the year where everyone was like, uh, Son of like Saul or the Assassin or maybe Carol or Wynn will win, and then it's Deepon. That's the 2015 is the first year that I'm paying attention to Can. Is Yellow like a Soderbergh movie? <laughs> That, of course, is the one and only time the Coen brothers have disappointed me. <laughs> Great reveal. Still here. Oof. He's not gonna stop fighting, folks. These, these like end cards. I remember watching it. I was just like, mm -hmm. mouth agape. <laughs> oh, also, I didn't tell this story. When I saw this in the theater, uh, it was a basically empty theater. Uh, Virtually every like living creature the on the planet. Yes. Ninety nine percent. Ninety nine percent. What a bummer to uh, end on. <laughs> Very uh, empty in front of me, or empty in the theater except for like three people in front of me. And at one point, uh, someone behind me's phone rang on loud, and they left the theater and came back in. Uh, and then at another point, the group in front of me, someone, their phone rang. They, uh, one of the guys, got up and like then poked their head back in and pointed at the people to like come out with them. And then they just <laughs> left and didn't come back. This is a great part. Of like all the real people. Damn. But then also, uh, there's like people behind me who I could hear like whispering, 
And then at one point they were whispering and someone next to them just went, uh, you guys can leave, <laughs> like very loudly. And then they just didn't talk for the rest of the movie. I was like, that's crazy. All right. Mm-hmm. What a movie. I don't know. We, we've we done commentaries uh, not on this feed. On this feed, do we want to do a box office game or no? Nah. Is that blank check proprietary? I don't know. We did it on the Cat me? in the Hat yeah. commentary. We did. Oh, did you? <laughs> yep. We gotta make our own lane. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, came out in 2019. Parasite one yeah, game that year. Is that it? <laughs> what wins? Yeah, I guess so. What wins um, the Golden Bear? Uh, we know that, and of course we know what. Yes, and of course we uh, all know that Joker wins the Golden Great Lion. Movie. Insane. What's everyone's respective number one of 2019? It's uh, Lafleur. A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. And mine is The Souvenir. But actually, all of our number ones are Dark Waters, of course. Those are our number twos. My 13. God, Uncut Gems is so good. Am I going to move it up my rankings after this viewing? Probably not. Let's take a Uh, look at my list. I get mine sandwiched between... uh, I've currently got it between, oh boy, uh, just under Hustlers and just above Clemency. Um, Jesus. (laughs) Anytime you can get it in, huh? Uh, I said it's better at number 22. Um, I have it at number 12 between Ashes Purest White. I have it between Asako 1 and 2 and Too Late to Die Young. Both excellent movies. I can imagine moving it up a little bit. I have it between Portrait of a Lady on Fire and Pain and Glory. Hey. Good mm-hmm. movies. We should all log it at the exact same moment. Alright. Oh, boy. Oh. What, what should it say? Does it have to say anything? Oh, you want us to write your review for you? You should put a link to your old review. <laughs> I'd be like, I'll never top this. Guess what? They still do. I'm going to say something about the posture. Uh, what do I want to see? All right, I'm ready to go. We don't want to I mean, go until we've all finished, at the same time. which is going to be in about right. a minute and a half or so. Yeah, I'm ready to go as well. Uh, let me write my... I have a thing. Great. Hurry up. Taking home country roads. Art is the only hunter, real thing. They played with arms wide open. That was probably like in the car where they were probably. at the gas station. Yeah. Aqua Team, Aqua Team Hunger Force, <laughs> I Spy books. I bet the guy who made the yeah, I Spy it's... books. Yeah, Aqua Team Hunger Force is playing in the background of the scene where like all the kids are at the table. Oh, I didn't see. Special it. thanks to the Balat family and the Tennant family. Estimated emissions were addressed with carbon credits from Native Energy. 
while we're waiting okay, until ready. the credits right. are done. Forty uh, seconds on my end. Thirty seconds. Thirty-three seconds. When we have finally yeah. fully watched the yeah. movie. What's the post-credit scene? I'm realizing now that I log movies during credits basically most of the time. Not do. Oh, never in the theater. You know what? And this, I didn't give it the heart last time. I'm giving it the heart. Well, I this gave time. it the heart. Last wow. Time. Amblin, heartless. Need to, need to give it the heart. Mm -hmm. It's got so much of it. I've got right, ten seconds cool left. Story ever told. Give yeah, us a yeah. five, five, four, three, two, two, one. Press. You never well, I was counting down the with the timer on the end of the movie. It worked thing. though. It worked. <laughs> I'm immediately rolling into some special feature on my right now. <laughs> Todd Haynes is talking about... And the rest and of us are definitely oh, not Marty looking at an at orange Disney. traffic cone. Yeah, mine just went to the VLC menu. Oh, should we stop recording? Well, no, we wanted to oh, plug some stuff. Do our, we should do so our... So here's a oh, question. Oh, I guess we do plugs. Two or weeks ago... <laughs> I literally forgot we were recording. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Um, okay. <laughs> two weeks ago, we, uh, we decided that we did not want to reveal what our special beginning of summer episode was going to be. Do we want to make that reveal now, or do we still want to hold it close to the vest? <laughs> Um, I kind of want to not reveal it. Yeah, I'd say we hold out till the day before. Uh, it comes I guess. Out. I mean, my so thing is just the that I feel like we people might want to watch those movies. Yeah. Uh, we'll have time. We'll yeah, have time. there's a lot of time. We're we're not even thinking about That's watching those true. movies yet. So well, we'll remind you that there. in two weeks we probably will be thinking about watching those movies. All right. We'll see. Maybe we'll see. next week on our Shirley episode. Anyway, this is an ungodly long episode. We need to wrap it up. Let's All right. Do the, follow and, us on Letterboxd at Can I Kick It OD. Follow us on Twitter at Can I Kick It. Follow me on Twitter or Letterboxd at JP Glickweber. I'm at Andy T. Germ. I like being friends with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I'm Clatchley, and I will plug. Uh... I'm gonna go ahead and call my shot and say I rewatched Song to Song. And I'll plug it again. <laughs> song to Song. Terrence Malick, the God. I laugh alone Twitter. I'm laugh alone Twitter. I laugh uh -oh. alone Letterbox. Just do your. All thing. right, let's release Bye. the audience. Bye -bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.